The Circle of Fago. Last year on New Year's Eve, I rang in 2012 at the first annual Ninja New Year's party hosted by the Insane Clown Posse in Worcester, Massachusetts. I wrote about it at the time, but the short version is it was entertaining and informative and funny and sad and strange and scary, and the only way I'd ring in 2013 with ICP and their juggalo ilk was if I was knocked unconscious with a two-liter bottle of Fago soda and dragged back to the clown town of Worcester, Massachusetts by the non-existent dreadlocks. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the first annual Ninja New Year's well enough, but it would be difficult to justify going a second time. The first time was for anthropological purposes, observing the juggalos in their natural environment, namely a shitty theater in central Massachusetts. If I went a second time, it would mean I was just going for the fun of it, which would mean I actually enjoyed myself the first time, which, well, I sort of did-ish. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Well, no, it was pretty terrible, but it was terrible in the most entertaining way possible. It was like a bad movie that was so bad it was good, only with more Fago being sprayed in my direction, and pot smoke lingering in my lungs, and not very professional professional wrestling. Still, same idea. Fortunately, the insane clown posse made my decision as to whether or not to go to the second annual Ninja New Year's party for me, as there was no second annual Ninja New Year's party. Unless they're planning on having it next year, in which case the insane clown posse does not understand the concept of annual which is entirely possible. With no concert-slash-party-slash-trainwreck to attend, I felt a little empty ringing in 2013. A little juggalo-less. Sure, the insane clown posse fans, the juggalos, are a bunch of idiots who probably make me dumber every minute I spend reading about them or watching them, but they're my idiots, damn it. Therefore, you can imagine how happy I was when I found out that the Insane Clown Posse released a behind-the-scenes documentary of last year's American Psycho Tour on DVD just in time for New Year's. It's like being on tour with ICP, but with none of the overnights in prison or sexually transmitted diseases. So, as a public service to all of you, I have watched this documentary so you don't have to. I am the Jesus of watching ICP documentaries. As you could probably surmise from its name, the Insane Clown Posse's American Psycho Tour follows the Insane Clown Posse and the rest of the Hatchet family as they tour the country from Portland, Oregon to Orlando, Florida to everywhere in between. Okay, well, not everywhere. They skipped a few cities, but they definitely covered a lot of ground, and they definitely hit up Worcester, because if there's one thing ICP loves besides Fago, it's Worcester. The documentary is loosely framed around a man named Dan, whose on-screen title is Young Boy Ninja, despite the fact that he is clearly about 30 years old. Dan is one of a half-dozen or so stage extras who dress up as clowns and spray Fago on the audience during the shows. This is his first tour with ICP, so, like him, we're seeing the tour for the first time through his eyes. Not literally through his eyes, though, the clown mask obscures his vision. When not following Dan, the documentary gives glimpses into the lives of other members of the psychopathic family. You learn about Jamie Madrox's weight loss. Exciting! You see Violent J's son, Violent JJ, rapping. Of course. You see fellow rappers Twisted get arrested in Tampa for marijuana possession. Obviously. This is all intermingled with plenty of footage of juggalos waiting in lines, chanting FAMILY while showing off their ICP tattoos to the camera and shaking vials of their son's ashes. What? By ICP standards, most of the vignettes are pretty tame. There are a few highlights, though. 
At one point, Twisted goes to a pawn shop in Aurora, Colorado, and inexplicably there is a recording studio upstairs where they proceed to do some pretty decent freestyle rapping while police officers hang out downstairs checking out guitars, proving once and for all that the police are much cooler in Colorado than in Florida. There's also an entertaining interview ICP conducts in a closet in New York City with a guy who is responsible for making fun of Insane Clown Posse on Saturday Night Live. Of all the vignettes, the longest and most entertaining one is about all the Fago soda ICP buys. It goes on for about five minutes and outlines the whole Fago circle of life. It starts with the Fago delivery guy, who has been delivering 6,400 two-liter bottles of Fago to ICP headquarters every Monday for years. This is the greatest job in the world, he says. I'm delivering pop to people who want to spray it on people. I love it. 1,200 of those bottles get sprayed all over the audience every show, at which point the cleanup crew comes in. The cleanup is disgusting, since just about every surface of every venue has a thin layer of Fago covering it, as one of the members of Wolfpack demonstrates as he opens his mouth to drink Fago dripping from the ceiling. Lovely. At the end of the documentary, and the tour, the story circles back to the trials and tribulations of Dan the Young Ninja Boy and his sexual encounter involving a juggalette dressed as a zebra on the ICP bus. Uh, seems about right. If I'm making the Insane Clown Posse's American Psycho Tour documentary sound entertaining, I can assure you it is not. If I'm not making it sound entertaining, my work here is done. Don't get me wrong, I'll still watch any and all juggalo-centric documentaries that come along, but it's just hard to capture that looming threat of being hit in the head with a bottle of Fago at any moment on camera.